0: Okay. Good evening everybody, as, as I just mentioned momentarily ago, tonight is Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's 139th yard site, so certainly it should, uh, our learning, it should be a schuss for the the, the, the founder of the Musr movement, uh, who really uh, encouraged uh, all types of yiddin, all types of Jews to learn Musr, to learn ethics, to learn Musr works, in order to not only inspire Therefore, it's a Shabbat to become better people. And really, this, this study is all about being a better person, a better, a better yid. Tonight's chapter, I'm going to just do this chapter, is a short one. Uh, and uh, so I want to keep it as self contained. And so it will be a little bit of a shorter class tonight, but no less important than any other uh, Shir. Says that the, 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 so we, we started, we we're talking about the spheres uh, and how we should emulate Hashem as Kesser. The crown, which is the world of thought, then, then it was chachma, and using our, all of our intelligence and all of our brains uh, from Shem. and now is bina. Now bina, of course, literally means understanding. So, but there's a depth to it. Now, the, 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 one of the, the main understandings says the author, the, the Ramak of Bina, is who lashuv betzuvah. Now, this is an amazing thing. We're not, tonight is super important. That a person should be chayzer, a person should constantly return do tshuva and come back to Hakarish Barkho. Bina, to understand the depth of Bina, is that a yid is able to do tshuva. She'en There is nothing. Listen to the word of the Ramak. There is nothing as important as tshuva. Why? Why is tshuva so important? Because tshuva rectifies any any flaw, which means it actually fixes not only the, the sin of the past, but the spiritual damage. I'm just going to reiterate something I said before: um, that when a person sins, there are there are two components. Number one is the rebellion, whether it's a, a, a thought-out rebellion against God's Word, a person who purposefully doesn't listen to Hashem, or just a negligent rebellion, right? If you don't listen to your boss or to uh, the law, it, some someone will call it a, a, for, for breaking the law, even if you did it with a lack of standard of care. So that's one aspect. So as far as that, you can just feel bad and say, fix it in the past. But as mentioned, there's also spiritual damage. When a when God forbid a Jew eats non-kosher food, they've poisoned their soul. And then even if they f- feel bad about what they did, there's a spiritual damage. For, of a man looks at improper sites, goes on the internet, and looks at all kinds of figures and pictures that they shouldn't say. So even after they feel bad, those pictures are in the hard drive. Um, we, we can see this even in, in you know, where a person... Um, does certain things, it affects the neshama. So tshuva, not only does it take away any form of rebellion or breaking of Hashem's law, it cleans all of this muck, all of it, it's matahir, it's, it's, it's purifies. Right? So you see very often the language of tshuva is purification. So tshuva it has a purification prof- process uh, as well. And by the way, any aspect of tshuva at some level, it's not all or none, we know that Shmuel HaNavi uh, comes because of a hero of tshuva, a thought of tshuva of some of the, couple of the children of Korach, that's enough to save them from the fate of Korach and all of his um, followers. So even thoughts of tshuva, even a little bit of tshuva has a tremendous beneficial effect um, has a transbeneficial effect u'kumosha <laughs> that the darhabina is the bina in shemayim sweetens the judgments so Which means a, a sin and a vera creates a reaction in the real world if you if you make a mistake right and you, you make a bad deal you have a loss or there's there's a reality to deeds so too in Chamai, there's reality, but Bina is Sweden's when a person does chuva, when a person does tshuva, Isaac and Kolpagam, they literally can go even backwards, and we're going to see, he's going to elaborate on this, and go even backwards and clean any damage. Just recently, actually, I was dealing with. With uh, an interpersonal relationship of a couple of people, uh, which were fractured. Two people fractured uh, over time. They had a fight, and it was fractured. And you know how hard it is? It's not a one month or one. It was multiple years. Do you know how hard it is to fix that post-facto, the the emotions, the scar damage, um, so I think someone should probably put a mute. I don't know who's there's a, who knows the background, um, but but uh, but you know how hard it is to fix it. Uh, fix it post facto. It's, it happens to be super duper uh, uh, challenging. So when a person does chuva, they can literally go back five years, ten years, twenty years, thirty years, thirty years ago a person damaged their soul. And it's been there for 30 years. By the way, I want to just give you a, a pshat, which I, which I once said, I don't think I ever said it in a up, but I did say it once in, 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 a, in a shir, in, in San Jose, um, that I, was my understanding, that the Gemara says that every punishment that has happened since the chet ha'egol, since the sin of the golden calf, is because every bad thing Every sin happens because of the golden calf. It's a weird thing. We know that on Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, we were forgiven for the sin of the Egal for the golden calf. In fact, that was the first Yom Kippur that was celebrated. So if we did tshuva, if we did tshuva, what was the problem? And the problem, the reason is as follows. When we were at Matam Torah we were on the highest of highest of levels. And at that level, we would have never sinned. But we went, when we sinned by the Ego Hazav, we damaged our Neshama. We now, as with people, we actually, the, the Talmud says, it actually changed. At Matum Torah, we had fixed the sin of Adam, of Adam. And at after the Ego Hazav, after the Golden Calf, we went back, to our prior level. I mean, it was a little bit changed because we had experience on the Torah, but going down on that lower level made us much more vulnerable to sin. Had we stayed at that level, had we, our neshama has not been damaged as a, as a Jewish people, we would have never messed up. And therefore, every future punishment happens because we ruined our level. Well, if we do true truva, we could fix who we are and we could fix... Our, our level. Even something from, you can fix something from 30 or 40 years ago. Now, some people typically make a mistake. They think of Tshuva, they think of chuva as Rosh Hashanah, or Yom Kippur, but really Tshuva is every day. Right? In fact, for those who are careful, they say, Kriya shalmita." say "Shma." before they go to sleep at night, if you look at the Siddur, our Moser will actually bring down a text right before you say Shema, that to be forgiven for any sinning to that day, and that we forgive anyone who sinned against us that day. That's two two lessons. Number one, that every day is a new day. Every day is a reality. In Shemayim, you know, a day is counted as a, as, as, as a reality. So we should not waste one day. Like, you know, I... <laughs> Sometimes I I would speak to a a young couple, and and every day makes a difference. Every day is precious. So you don't want to waste even one day at a lower level, because if you don't do tshuva, that means the next day you're not where you could be. So you've wasted at some level that day. So every day is important, and every day is a self-contained reality. And a person should therefore think to themselves, Chuva, Habina, when a person does chuva in their lives, let's give take an example. A person, for whatever reason, didn't dive with the Kavana today. They don't have the kavanah. They were thinking about um, the San Jose Gun laws. Someone just mentioned San Jose Gun Laws, right? They, were, they read the news right before Minnekah and during Maidim, they were thinking about Merlikardo. Maidam Malikardo, gun laws, right? Or they they were driving a car. And somebody did a serious sin. Very serious of against them. They cut them off. Wow. You know, a person cuts off. You know what you do? You beep them. You scream. And they can't even hear you, but you still scream at them. You jerk! You whatever! How dare you! You get angry. How <laughs> much angry. A guy cut you off, and he's driving, listening to his whatever music or talk radio. And you're sitting there, talking to yourself, all angry. How dare you? Like, in fact, how just move on, A guy. Is going to cut you off. Life goes on. But anyway, so what happened now is you got angry. You beeped. Maybe you're in a hashem. you hashem. Who knows what you said? You know. So it affected your hashem. Of course it affects your hashem. So a person that goes to sleep at night, they're going to say to themselves, I, I, I messed up." And they want next time a guy cuts you off, you know, you'll smile and say, "Thank God, I'm working on my patience. I'm working on my midas." Nothing happened. This is what's the big deal and go on with your life, and, and listen to your Tomer dvura, which is downloaded in your car, your chazaring <laughs> Torah, and your life will go, great! That's much better! But you, a person thinks to himself, that night they have to do the tshuva. Right? If, if a person, if, I, I, if a person would, the Chaim L'Rosh, the Rosh, one of the, the great, great 13th century German sages, says, if you hurt a person, never go to sleep at night until you apologize. Particularly if it's a spouse or a child or a friend or a parent, for sure, right? Don't don't go to sleep if you if you apologize before you go to sleep. Why should you not? You should you should apologize that day. Now, sometimes, sometimes very rarely, there's a reason it has to wait. Okay, there are some very rare exceptions. But as a general rule, we'll fix it fix it right away. So if a person does do that, this. Sphere of this emulation of this meat of Hashem of understanding will, will be enlightened through you all your days. Every day you're going to be doing chuva and it's much easier, by the way. I'm going to be very crude, crude if you go to a dentist once a year, you go to a dentist once a year, and you know, floss, and you don't brush your teeth, you don't get a pick, you don't take listerine, but you go to a dentist once a year and they do a good cleaning. Well, I don't know how much your teeth are going to be bleeding? Who knows black, tartar? Who knows what's under teeth? You know why? You didn't take care of your teeth earlier. But if you brush your teeth every day and you floss and you take Listerine, yeah, the dentist. Oh, it's not. It's a piece of cake. So even Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, way way easier to chew every day. Yeah, clean yourself up. You know, shama's is very rain. It's clean. It's tart. It's holy, and, and, and the rest of our tefillas, our prayers, our connection to Hashem, is that much better because we're doing tshuva uh, every day. The of Chuva I mean, as you merge yourself with this this of bina, this, which again we're learning at a very superficial level, this Kabbalistic idea of bina, uh, which is tshuva, vimei chayev a person's lives are crowned beseder chuva. Now listen, he says, he kimosha tshuva, and see, just like tshuva is yeshvu shurish kolim Now, kabbalistically, again, we're, this is like this is really deep kabbalah, but we're we're trying to get an understanding we can learn from. Kabbalistically, keser is the world of thought. There's no, there's no reality uh, to it. lagoon. Mrs. i oh, I'm sorry. You're okay. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right, so yeah, we have two. We have two microphones that need to be turned off. <laughs> so uh, just one of them right now. My, I'm turning it off. My the apologies. Other, <laughs> they need to be turned off. <laughs> you can hear the raw. Uh, so, so, anyways, so um, call you. So, so a person has the the oilum of um, of. The, uh, uh, of Keser is, is total thought. It's even before the spirits come. Then there's Chachma, which is Yesh Miayan. It's the beginning of Hashem's connection spiritually to this world. I'm saying this is really deep things, which I'm saying the cliff note, should be cliff note of. But then comes Bina. Bina is the first thing, which is Nimsa, which is already in the world, okay? So the first reality of the spiritual world, whatever that means, just take that for figure is Bina is this thing of Bina, which is chuva, which is the first reality of the world. We said that the world was created with chuva built in. That's that's what this means kabbalistically. The f- Bina is this highest level of reality in this world, even though it's the highest level of the spiritual world. That's there from the beginning. Besoina Yovel. Okay, so just a couple of things. Yovel is, uh, right? is the fiftieth, right? Yovo is the fiftieth year. Yovel Bina represents the fiftieth level, right? Uh, Matan Torah is day fifty. Yovel is the highest level uh, of, um, uh, of of understanding. Is Yovel right? There's fifty years of counting. It's a side of Yovel. It's shirish hachit It's the the of, of what's of all things which are uh, of uh, uh, of external which is in the outside to be fixed which is the sweat of Nahar Dino. Nahar Dino, again, there's a way big Kabbalah satanist. Dino means, again, this is very crude, from the sweat of the chayas, of the spiritual inner Shemaim, it goes down and hits the head of the again. But it does not mean that literally, it means the ability to fix... Uh, to we have one more, more mic that needs to be off. Please. Hanichlal. <laughs> Hanichlal uh Kedusha, which is also under Kedusha, fine basilic verse. Now here's what, here's what's, what's very pertinent in you know, Orga and German task. Nishra Sham v'ispashe Bisham right uh Vikara uh Vikara af his pastus v'ech Vesovas this goes down uh, you know in the spiritual and eventually it it, 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 it affects uh, the divine anger. Why? The after spash on the court when a person, again, this, is, this, is, this is, we're in deep waters over here, but Kabbalistically, even all evil, even every second of, of that we're created, the world's created, it's only because God rules it. When we fix the damage, we bring things back to its right source. It, when a person does an avera, they had a, they were given life at that moment they did avera, which means that there's kedusha in a Jew or in a person who's doing a sin at the same time. So the kedusha of life, of choice, is there at that moment, but a person chose to do bad or evil or perverseness or something which is not good. And so they damaged that moment and they've damaged themselves when a person does tshuva they fix that because in every deed there has to be kadusha. <laughs> in every deed there has to be holiness because God's giving us life at that moment so the, 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 the tshuva is fixing that moment okay this is super deep stuff and you sweeten there for any judgment because really at that moment God's saying how dare you I gave you life at that moment I, I gave you... I, I, and you're sitting with that moment. So when a person does tshuva, they're fixing that moment. Again, it could even go backwards. Shlot <laughs> shah tshuva The tshuva is not just... It's not only fix um, the holiness, which allows us to fix our soul for the future. No. Even the sin, which was done way earlier, many years, uh, many years previous, are fixed, uh or fixed. So, listen to this, this. The Rambam's lashon is, what you did, about Tshuva. This is the Rambam's lashon, Hilchas Hilchah's Tshuva. G'doyalot Tshuva, Shemekareves Es Ha'adam, L'shichina. Tshuva is so great, that it makes a person close to Hashem. Shemar, as the passage says, Shuva Yisrael, Return Israel, or shea which we read, this is Shabbos Tshuva. The Shabbos, we read this after, right? return Jewish people to Hashem your God. Really, the, the the Gemara says all the way up to Hashem. That's how far your Tashlim go back. Also, Rambam says another passage You do not return to you Hashem. If a person does chuva, be sidba Right. If a person does chuva, they will be close to me. Hashem says. Um, Tibbakat chuva uh, is et And chuva therefore brings a person who's far away close. MS, before a person did chuva, they were living a life filled with Hashem, filled with total disconnect. And they were son of the they were despised, so to speak. Meshukas, they were abominable, um, uh, and distance, Vitoyava and um Reprehensible, but today they do tshuva. They're beloved. They're, they're loved. The nechman and pleasant and close, etc. But what the Ramak is saying, it's not just that right now you're better. Right now you call Hashem, you fixed the past. You've now fixed all of the years beforehand. You fixed the source of soul. I remember once uh, I was speaking with sort of Mati Berger, uh, whose son actually lives in Chicago, and he and I. Um, if you just saw him recently, but maybe this is about 25 years ago, he said the following thing. He's, he's, he's the, the main lecturer for Torah and Shalim. And he said that he had two students at Torah who went to play, I think it was Gan Pamon, one of the soccer, soccer courts, uh, but it, it, they went to play basketball, excuse me, in a basketball court. It was, it was Gan Soccer and it was Gan Pamon. So they Pamon, they're playing basketball. And while they're playing basketball, they, these two guys... You know, who grew up totally irreligious, who now were bali tshuva, were playing on the court, and two or three American other guys come on. They were in Hebrew U- Union College. Hebrew Union College is the reformed seminary. So they start playing basketball together. The two guys at the yarmulkes, and the two or three guys who were reform, in a reform, in reformed Jewish seminary. And they get into a conversation. And these two guys had grown up reform or less themselves. So, in the middle of the basketball game, I go, oh, you guys are like Orthodox, oh, so we don't blah, blah, blah. And then ended up, these two Ash Torah guys, who grew up Reformed, who had become Orthodox, schlepped the three guys from Hebrew Union College into Asia Torah. And now, they, went, they transferred to Ash Torah. <laughs> they ended up transferring from Hebrew Union College to Ash Torah, from Chayshech to Or, from darkness to light. So, broke Burgess said the fine thing. He said, You have to imagine right now. That these guys, all of their basketball that they've played for 20, 30 years has been up, uplifted. Because basketball now became for them a, a, a medium for bringing Jews close to Torah. Right? They've sanctified not just that moment of basketball. They sanctify it going back. Now, was no that's, not, that's just a random mundane thing, basketball. I mean, it could be a mitzvah if you do it for health, for relaxation. But his point was, when you do something... It, Effects going backwards uh, as well. I, I, I said before. Actually, four minutes to do that, I'll read you a shari tshuva. Um, the this is the language of Rabbeinu Yeyno in, 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 in shari tshuva. in ikria tshuva. Actually, no. I'm gonna hold this. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hold this. So we do the next the next the next paragraph first. Um, but the point is that chuva fixes even the bad. So that means a person. Their their passions, their whatever, are now fixed, and that's why the, the Talmud says that when a person does but that even their willful sins, their zdaynas, become like mitzvahs. They can literally transform yourself. That your zdaynas become like mitzvahs. Teda says in Amak a very interesting thing. Now this is based on the Zohar. Cain, who kills his brothers, Abel. Cain, the son of Adam, son of Adam. Who kills Hevel is Ra Haya. He was evil. Um, he came from the Nachash. So the Zer talks about how, according to the Zer, Kai kind Hevel are born after uh, the sin of the, with the Nachash, and Adam was still affected by the Nachash, and when and Hevel was not when Hevel was born, he was taking the good part out. And Cain was born from the evil of the Nachash. Okay, this is a big concept. We'll just take it at face value for right now, which is that Cain, linked in Cain, was a certain amount of evil from birth. He had, a, in other words, he had an impulse. He had an impulse to do evil. He still had certainly a free will, but he was. Some people don't have such impulses, and he did because he was affected from the Nachash, from the, the, the primordial snake, from the, the Yitzara and yet even after um um even after um uh, he he messes up uh, his, his 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 korban is not accepted as before he kills havel Hashem says to Kayin right says right if you if you do good will you not be uplifted Al and he, it, uh and when Hashem says the kind, I, I can tell you one thing, the Where is it? the is number one KO for any of us, is for a person to give up. When you give it up, you throw in the towel, then it's over. I, re- recently I was trying to, 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 to help somebody who's uh, extraordinarily off the beaten track, and the biggest issue is the person is give it up. If you give up, then you're, you, you make, you, you, it's a self-inflicted reality. You don't believe in yourself. You'll do anything. A person could do anything at that moment. So Hashem says to, 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 to Kain, Kain, don't look at the fact that you have a tough, you, you're, you're, you're challenged. Like sometimes there are people who have yetsaharas that are for terrible things, or their impulses are terrible, or they're by nature angry, or sad, or, 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 or lethargic, or not optimistic, right? And he and look at themselves as irreparably. Damaged and they're not gonna, they can't fix themselves. So Hashem tells Kayan, Kayan, right? If you do good, you'll be uplifted. Don't think, you come from at some level this nakash, you can't be fixed. It's false. If you do good, and you do tshuva, and you fix yourself. Tashas atzmosa tshuva se'is, you'll go up. In fact, as I mentioned, if a person does a veras, they do tshuva. Those a veras, that pagan becomes fixed. Certainly, kain, you can fix the evil in you. Tashas atzmosa tshuva se'is. You, you, to talif k'sham asura toiv. Hamrush hasham shikom mar elyon sharashel masak right um you'll anchor yourself in uh in in the in the good and in fact in shamaya your source is good Right, right you'll end up uh fixing yourself so not only a person' sins that does the former if they do real true they'll fix the former sins but are, a person who has impulses don't think that you can't you know people say i'm just I'm, I'm just not a nice guy, I'm just not happy I'm just no, a person can even overcome it. In fact, there are kabbalistic there are sources that say the things that we're challenged with is that we can become the greatest at some level because we can uplift that. Can he oysen for Adam. And there are our own deeds, if we do truth, we do the right things, it takes what was previously bad or evil or wrong and makes it actually in a merit. In Shammayim, we're fixing ourselves can actually be a merit. Because <laughs> originally those deeds came from the left side, the left side in Kabbalah. So tonight's a little bit heavy in Kabbalah, but I think we'll hopefully all get something very important out of this. Um, it's it's for the left side. The left is not, nothing. it's it's lefty, but the left is referred to as Din, side of of the Sahara. But when a person shalt, but chuva he really does chuva, she really does shnugah, you fix it and it goes up above. So if a person does tshuva, you don't just erase the past. You don't just take off. I mentioned before that if a man goes ahead and sees words of immorality or if a person eats non, if it's pictures of immorality or a person goes ahead and eats non-kosher or a person sits there and gets angry, or hurts them, they're damaged in the shama or they steal or do all kinds of avarice When you fix it, no, you're, you're not just erasing it. No, no, no. It's not just an eraser. It's no longer there in your hard drive or in your Shama. It's actually sanctified. It's actually because there was a moment of Kadusha Hashem gave us life because it came from... It, it will be... And because it's the, the impetus to do the Tshuva, up, it will actually go up to shemaim as an urge which is like a radical idea. It's... That is, the, as we said, the Yisoyed of all... Of, the, of Yeva, of Nar Dinar, of all these realities... That you can literally have an avera, which is pulsatingly every thirty years later. That avera, if a person does not do tshuva, it's still the person who went to McDonald's when they're eighteen and now they're forty-eight. That tray food is burning in the person's soul. Now I kind did a lot of mitzvahs and he's lots of and it's in david or she, the candles, all kinds of stuff are affecting for the good. But don't think that McDonald's left. It's still there. Sell the cheeseburger and the fries with that horse oil, whatever they put in the horse oil, in there. still even in the Shama affecting the person. If a person does tshuva shlema, 30 years later, that fries is like mamish korbanas. <laughs> person, he fixed it. They, they've actually fixed the fries to become a halic thing in there. They have the tshuva. That's, that, that's this is tremendous, so from the beginning of time, Hashem creates all that. That, that, that. That's not a reality in the, in the physical world. That's not in the metaphysical world. That's why, by the way, you can see it. certain bali tshuva are such holy Jews because they can even the things that they did wrong can be uplifted. I mean, even their character traits. You know, and by the way, we're all, all bali tshuva. This is the goal of every person. The Ramak is talking to the tzaddikim of Sfat. And this is the reality for them and you and I. Um... Matimanish Vakusha cannot tell us Khan, you couldn't fix it. Now listen to what he says now. Had Kain done Shuva, this is an amazing thing. Had Kain done Shuva, Viniskan, and he um and we would have been fixed, and he would not have killed Heavel. He names doin Adam Harishan. The sin of Odam Harishan which was Hoylid is Kayan, which Kayin, um right, uh, was born with. It is Kina Dimas Avuso. Cain, the, the Ramach says, comes from Kina Dimas Avuso, which literally means a contaminated nest, which means when Adam gave birth to Cain and Hevel, the, 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 the part of the nakash of the, the snake that affected Adam went into Cain. So, Cain was born with, uh, on an on a, on a, on a impaired spiritual level due to Adam. Due to Adam. Uh, and so now, Adam and Shemayim is at some level culpable, no, right? culpable for what happens to his son Cain. So, Adam, because of his sin of the, of the tree, he, by, by the way, this is, this is, again, we're talking about Kabbalah, if God forbid a person sins, so I mentioned thirty years later, they're also going to. It's going to affect the children, right? I'll give you a very simple case. You know, unfortunately, you know, people who physically or emotionally or sexually abuse children, those children will almost definitely physically or emotionally sexually abuse their own children. That is a fact. Okay, it passes generationally. If a person grows is in a house of screaming, screaming. And they, they don't say, you know, anything goes wrong, someone drops something, how dare you, blah, 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 blah. So what's going to happen is kids are raised in the house of screaming and they're going to end up screaming too. Uh, they're going to scream at their kids. At, even though it doesn't make sense. That's what happens. If a person, we know, this is unfortunately, we see in our world today, if, if 120 years ago some Jew came to Ellis Island and threw his toilet into the Atlantic Ocean and didn't keep Shabbos anymore, I don't know if he, or had to work on Shabbos because he wanted to get a job, and now his kids aren't going to keep Shabbos. So, Mayor Feinstein, who came from Shklov in, Lita, in Lithuania, or Mayor Feinstein in Shklov, or Arina Tarshish from uh, I don't know, Minsk, when she was in Minsk, they kept Shabbos. Now they came to America and they're working on Shabbos. Well, their kids aren't going to keep Shabbos, and they're not keeping Shabbos and their grandchildren aren't even going to have even heard of Shabbos and their great-grandchildren are not going to be Feinstein or Toshis. they'll be I don't know whatever American Yankee doodle they want to pick up and they, they may be Jewish uh, they may be Jewish but they'll have no idea what Shabbos they know what's Saturday they never kept Shabbos their whole life you know um, and that's because of somebody three generations earlier <laughs> Who did it? You know, it was Mr. Kain, it was Mr. Feinstein, it was Mrs. Tarshish. Uh, somebody made a decision uh, way back, and it goes down to the children, and those someone back there is going to be culpable. Um, so he said, Adam them at some level is culpable for Kain. And had Kayan done tshuva, had Kain fixed himself, he would not have just fixed his own Hashem. He would have next, He would have fixed his father you would have helped Adam. Like the Talmud says, about which is the Yisayid, which is the, the reason people say Kaddish for a parent, uh, or give staka for a parent, or do things, as a merit, is that a child fix, fixes their father. And it would have fixed uh, uh, fixed Adam. As I mentioned, this I know I've said it, that Yom HaKippurim, Is plural because when you and I do true on yom kippur, we don't just fix us; we fix our parents or our grandparents, right? If a person, you know, ten generations ago was it spoke every Shabbos about lashon hara, lashon hara, bad mouth the sages, bad mouth the chachamim, and his children and his grand—it became a generational thing. This family are a bunch of cynical, critical, uh, negative slanderers. So, and generation ten. Right is you know is Moshe Pipic, whatever Moshe Moshe Pomerantz. and Moshe Pomerantz, uh starts learning laws of lashon hara, and he starts being careful. He speaks at the table and doesn't speak about people. And that Yom Kippur he cries and he says, "Forgive me." For the first twenty-five years of my life, I was living my parents' houses at lashon hara, and he and he decides he's not going to really lashon hara ever again. And he fixes something. He doesn't do it. Moshe Pomerantz didn't just fix himself or his parents. He fixed all the 10 generations back. He's Yom HaKippur. It's the day of judgments. We're, right? I mentioned the guy threw off the tefillin off the boat. Sort of, you know, Moshe Feinstein from Minsk or from Mavov from Shklov. And now his great-grandson Mark uh, Figaro Mark Figaro right? Mark Figaro his father's not even Jewish. Mark figured his father's is is Italian. And Mark figured was one day walking around a university, and somebody says, "Mark, you look a little Jewish." Mark says, "Well, my mother's Jewish." So are you? So, uh, so that means you're Jewish, Mark. I says, "I don't, I don't do anything Jewish." Um, he says, "You don't do anything Jewish, Mark. You're Jewish. Your mother's Jewish." So he's, he says, "Okay, well, I, I, you know, I know that my grandma." Used to, used to light a menorah. Uh, and, and so you get, the, you get Mark Figueroa to come to a Shabbos meal. Mark Figueroa likes the cholent. I don't know what Shabbos is. He likes the cholent. It's good in food. And Mark Figueroa says, oh, I'll come back for more cholent next week. Comes back for more chulant. to gets the kugel, he gets the like gefilte fish, you know. And then actually starts to enjoy Shabbos itself. And over time, well, wow, what is this Shabbos thing? And he starts to learn it. and And, and, and a year later, he decides to keep Shabbos. And now, after three years, Mark Figaro is totally observant, and he says to himself, wow, you know, I missed out by not keeping Shabbos. And he goes on Yom, Kippur, or before, and he starts saying, I should have kept Shabbos, Mark Figaro helped his great-grandfather, Moshe Feinstein, from from Shlop. Because when he now keeps Shabbos, he's fixing way back, Right back now. I'm gonna go back to, to that chart too I went to read before. Here's the lesson of Rabbanu Yehina. Vidoi, the 14th uh, sort of is, is confession, and here he says Shneim Ashechata alav. A person confesses of their sin. of a person should actually remember their sins and their ancestor's sins. Shalem, right? If you follow in their footsteps, right? If you follow in their footsteps, uh, you know, sometimes they, I mean, you know, pick on, on Ashkenazim, also Sfardim. You can have Sfardim who have a lot of Milas, but you have some Moroccan or Iraqi Jew that they keep some things and don't do anything else. So I asked them, why do you go ahead? You light candles Friday night. You keep kosher, but then you drive and go to the beach on Shabbos Day. I'm saying. So what are do you doing? Know, my parents do something. My grandparents do it it becomes, this is their culture, it's, you know, I remember when I was, in San Jose, I was learning with the French, learned a it was Stefan, and Bruno, and Rafal, and, uh, Greg, you know, Gershon, right, so all these guys, um, and, you know, I said, I said, that they were talking about, they're all, you know, they're you know, they either Swarti or in the case of Greg Braun, he was married to a Sephardi, so he was like, he was married in. So, you know, part of the discussion was, is you can't just follow French Svartic culture. The things that are good you take and the things that were, are not perfect, you gotta fix. You can't just say, that's who I am. <laughs> I'm a Svartic cultural French Jew who plays cards, but lights the menorah, and cries in Yom Kippur, but does this. So what happens is you get into a culture, you, can, you need to fix that. And so you gotta fix where it started. And so the Yona says, Wait, those four guys, Sadiqim of Jews, I'm just saying, we were talking about how a person has to break out. Just like and people 120 years ago decided that they're not going to keep Shabbos or they're going to work on Shabbos. In the Sephardi world, there was a, a reality that created in the Masorti world, the traditional world, it's called traditional, that's not fully Shomer Tone Mitzvahus. It's a quasi. And obviously everything counts, but you can't just say, I'll do this because my grandparents did this. That doesn't, doesn't go that way. On the contrary, you, when you realize what tormentas are, you should, you should fix it. Um, the, in the v'anim for the sif, v'favnith and you should confess for them, This And when you go ahead and you do it, you take out uh, the bad. The, the Ramban says, by the way, on this concept, the Ramban says that from a bad tree comes bad fruit, and from a good tree comes good fruit. So, when you when a person like Kain, which was created from the Nakash because of Adam, when a person does a virus, it affects the Neshama. And so even on a Kabbalistic level, the child that's born will be impaired. And when that child, now does tshuva, they fix themselves and they fix their parents. This is a big concept. By the way, you know, very often, not very often, I, I've over the years often have heard, not very often, people say, well, my parents and this and my grandparents, you know, if you want to do a chesed, you fix it. You fix it. And you'll kill them Um But however, kind did not want us to do tshuva. Amen Therefore, Sitra, uh, the smaller nimshach uh, b'isam. And therefore, uh, kind because he did not tshuva, by the way, he's saying a very big thing. The hate of the nachash was never fixed in this world. This is like super heavy. Which means that you and I and the billions of people who have lived in this world had Kayin done tshuva, it would not have affected, the Nachash's sin Would not affected. But it's still there till today. Okay, this is like, which means that the, the sin of the snake went into Adam, affected Kayin, and was never up, up, totally uprooted. Because enough of Vehem. Um, but when a person uh, will will fix it and will do chuba, he sweetens it, and that's very good. a Person puts himself a and when we do tshuva, we fix it. Okay. Therefore, We have to purify ourselves. We have to read that Bina, which is the first of the spheres, which is in the world, which is, comes from, comes, the tshuva from the beginning of time. Tshuva, which allows us to not only change the past, only erase the past, but to uplift the past, to sweeten the past, to make it holy itself. And it's connected to the highest level of the heavens. That's the mile of tshuva. Sha'adam, or when a person is Isnagba. When a person wants to follow on Hashem's and Emily, he'll, he'll do it every day. It's not just Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Obviously, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is an intense tshuva. It's an intense tshuva. But a person understands, has been understanding what life is, what our sins are, and how we, the opportunity, it's not just to sin, but we can even fix who we are. There's never to, to be hopeless and give up. But realize, even if a person has an impulse which is negative, negative that can be uprooted. And in that process, we fix, going back to the beginning of, of, of all things, he has a and that person has the chuva. that person is not a person understanding. It's a way of connecting on the deepest level to one of Hashem's spirits. Uh This was a short chapter. It was, uh, as I mentioned, a little bit more Kabbalistic, al uh, kabbal than normal, but I think it's super duper important. And to the extent that we understood or we gleaned that we can, we can, we can. Um, I, I think that it was, you know, a, a, a tremendous said for all of us that tshuva is a daily process. Tshuva is from the beginning of time, it's at the highest levels of kedusha, of spirituality. It's the, the level of bina. And when we do tshuva, we don't erase the packs, We can even uplift it and uplift our ancestors. Uh, as well i'll hold her